What's up, everybody? It's your man, Big Man Krishan McCullough. Star the big view. Star the message. Coming at you with another episode. I think this is episode three. I think this is episode three. Whatever. We'll figure it out as we go. So, it's another new episode of The Big View. Starring your man, yours truly. Without further ado. Again. So, I'm just so glad to be back. Um, you know, uh, I've been... I want to say thank you to everybody that's been um, checking out, that checked out the Valentine's Day video I did. I want to thank all y'all for the support. My shit has actually hit 500, over 500 views right now. It's at 515 right now and counting. Hopefully, we can get some more views. So, if y'all ain't hear the video and stuff like that, please make sure y'all go and check the video out. Um, and, and get the lights up a little bit, too. So, um, hopefully, this is the start of something new. You feel me? It gets to... I get to the point where I'm actually getting like a thousand views and stuff like that. The Valentine's Day video was actually some real stuff. Like I actually really was like, I dropped some really some nice, nice drools for a lot of people. I hope a lot of fellas, you know, took the advice that I was giving them about, you know, running, saving money, not really spending all your money trying to make somebody happy. It's all about the thought, you know, do things that's thoughtful. A woman likes that you take time out to do certain things and special things. You know, for me, I had a great Valentine because... I actually, the thing that she really loved that I got for her, my girlfriend, she really liked the thing that I actually thought about when I actually did as a surprise and stuff like that. Like, she loved the edible arrangement. She knew that was coming. But when she got the teddy bear and she got um, the, uh, the the balloons and the, the, the nice little beautiful card about her and stuff like that, that she really lit her up and that really made her, you know, happy for her Valentine's Day and stuff like that. So that really made me feel, you know, like I actually made her day and made her feel special. So... You know, that's all that I'm asking guys to do, you feel me? Like, it's nothing really hard. It's nothing really breaking the bend. And it was, like, on a nice little budget. Like, the closest I spent probably on her was probably, like, 100 and something. Probably, like, 180 or something like that. And it was just, like, it wasn't that. It wasn't breaking the bank on me. I wasn't really, I wasn't starving for no cash afterwards after I bought it and this and that. Enough. I really wasn't. My bank account was still fine. I still had enough, a couple, a couple of dollars to do what I wanted to do and stuff like that. But I still took care I would have to take care of with her, so that's all that that was all that mattered. Um, so you know, um, I just wanna uh, today's episode. Um, now, if anybody was on my Facebook, you would have seen that I actually was giving this. I gave um, a, a spoiler for this episode already up. You know, I let everybody know on Saturday that the video was coming out. I was on my way to work and I was thinking about my uh, the story that I had. You know. Um, that I didn't tell nobody, but uh, I, it's a couple of stories that I want to tell. It's basically like my younger years working at crazy jobs and stuff like that. Um, the first is this one, and then it's going to be the next one is about energy in Baltimore. So this episode is called The Unconventional Center. So um, it's going to be basically about my time at the convention center working as a server and stuff like that. And, and you know, the craziness and stuff I've seen and the stuff I did while I was working there and you know, this is a funny story. Hopefully you laugh. You know, I'm going to try to tell it and put it in a better, funnier light to where you can actually enjoy it and stuff like that. Whether you just listen to the story, you have a little laugh, a little giggle while you listen to it and stuff like that. So, um, we're just going to get into it. So, this, around this time, I was working at this, I was do. I was, I was in a construction apprentice program. Um, well, actually like a, like a all in one like because i was learning hvac i was learning painting i was learning carpentry and i was learning construction so i got my certification at that at 19 years old 
well, I think I was 20. I think I was 20 years old when I got my certification and all of that stuff. Um, but I know the certification and, and like the, the basically the the, 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 the the most thing that I remember from that certification and the most thing that I took away from that that I'm actually really still good at is painting. Um, everything else, I really am not good at fucking construction and this and that and other. So don't ever ask me to build no house for you or nothing like that because the house is going to be like the house that Jack built. Basically, you're going to be asking Jack to build it for you. If you ask me to build it, I'm going to be like Jack is going to be building it for you. Hold on, let me turn my fan off because I don't want y'all to hear this fan. Now, it's going to be hot, but I don't want y'all to be hearing the fan because I think that's unprofessional and stuff like that. While I'm doing a video, you're hearing this. And then you can't hear me. And I'm it's like I'm trying to talk over it. So. Um... So, yeah, I graduated from that, got my certification and stuff like that. I really, while, while I was doing that, um, the teacher, her name was Mr. Monte, Mr. Monte Brown and stuff like that. And she had a friend uh, that she knew that was in this, um, she had a group for like a lot of conscious blacks and stuff like that. It was in Baltimore City. And she had like this guy that he was a servant and stuff like that. He knew martial arts, he was all this other stuff. It's Mr. Ron. I think his name was Mr. Ron. I think I remember his name, Mr. Ron. Um, and Ron, he was trying to serve. He needed, like, the, his boss needed extra people um, to uh, help him out as far as serving and stuff like that. Because Mr. Ron wanted to start his own business and stuff like that. He was doing, he was teaching karate on the side, so he didn't have that much time. So uh, him, and Ka- him and the guy, um, Collins... That's the boss, Collins. They had like a fast change there. He had trained some people to come work for Collins while he go and do what he's doing, training martial arts out of town and stuff in Philadelphia and stuff. So he came to the school and stuff like that. And um, we met, met him. He was a cool guy, nice guy. You know, he was real polite and stuff like that. Like he was real down to earth and stuff. So um, then we um, met him, came down and we talked to him. He was really like a laid back dude and he was kind of like showing us the like the uh, etiquette of how a server is supposed to dress. You're supposed to have a bow tie and sometimes certain occasions you have bow ties, certain occasions you have a regular tie, you know, black tuxedo, um, nice slip resistant shoes, nice white shirt and stuff like that. So I was kind of like. I learned my how to dress like it as far as like doing bow ties and learning how to do ties from that being a server and stuff. And that's how I got in my first food service type of job and stuff like that. So I got into that and we was training for a couple of days. Like he basically got like this little tray and he put like uh, 12 packs of sodas, canned sodas on these trays. And he was having us like hold the, hold the trays with the sodas, the canned sodas on there, the box of canned sodas on there and walk down the straight line. And he wanted to see how our posture was. So to see like how we can hold it and walk without hold without like leaning. Like we had to learn how to pass ourselves to where we could hold stuff without leaning to the side and this and that and other because you know when you serving and stuff like that, you got a table full of five people, you gotta have like trays, you gotta have a big ass tray full of five plates to fill that whole table up. Or you might like have to like put or you might have to have like three different dishes or two Three different dishes of vegetarian and two different dishes of like all meat on going on one tray. You feel me? So you have to keep going back and forth. So he was just teaching us how to like control our weight so when we hold the shit, the shit wouldn't fall over. So um, I, w- I was kind of getting it, but it was kind of hard for me like because I was so used to leaning 
So it took me a while to get my posture. But once I got my posture down straight, he took me to meet the guy Collins. Now, the funny part about the dude Collins was he was a fucking slum African. He was a terrible guy, like really like a real asshole. Like he got so like he was one of those typical Africans that came down. No offense to my African viewers. He was one of the typical Africans that just came from the country and shit like that. And once he got his money in this and that and became successful and got his own business, he felt like he could just talk to anybody any kind of way. So while we were sitting in there, it was just me and this girl, that girl named um, um, Dinka or something like that, Danka or some shit like that. And um, some uh, some older lady that was a janitor lady, my homeboy, uh, Devon, that was in the program with me. And two other girls, two other girls, and those girls, me and Devon was trying to holler at the time, and I, I, I was dating the short one, and he was dating the tall one, and shit like that. Well, I think I was trying to talk to the tall one, he was talking to the short one, and then we, we switched. I took the short one, and he took the tall one, and um, next thing you know, we, uh, we was talking to him. He was getting us in the in the system as far as payroll goes, so we could get paid and stuff like that. So I told him my name was Sean. But at that time, I went. I was still like, like now. I don't prefer being people called my by my real name, Sean. I prefer people call me Sean. But at this time, he was putting me down on the paper as Sean. So when I told him no, my name's Chris Sean, he was like, "Why you ain't tell me your name's Chris Sean? I got your name down as this and this and that and other." Blah, 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 blah. Yo, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is too much. These guys, these guys just don't want to work. Like, they, they's unprofessional. I ask you your name. You don't give me your name. You act crazy. Like, you're acting like you don't understand. I need people that are really going to act like they have sense and all this other stuff. So, at this time, I'm like, I need the extra money. Like, I'm working. I'm getting a stipend from um the uh, the construction program. So, I'm getting a healthy little side of income. But at this time, like... Two jobs, like I'm thinking, two jobs. I could do this, I could do that. I'm always gonna have money, so I'm good. So, this time I was like, I was just anything. Like I wasn't as vocal as I was as I am now. Me now, I probably would have cussed him out or threatened him and this and that. I would have got back and forth with him or this and that. And I would have just said, "Fuck this job, I quit." Or well, I don't even want it. You can keep the job. But at that time, I was just humble. You know, I was 19. I was just trying to get some in some ends, trying to make something of myself. So, I'm quiet. Everybody else is like. The dyke broad comes to my offense. Like, me and her was beefing and shit like that. Came to my defense. He's like, he's he's soft-spoken. He don't say nothing. Like, he's cool. Like, you don't got to talk to him like in this, like that. And da-da-da-da-da. And he just like, I can't with you guys. I can't with you guys. But he left it alone. Like, he wrote me down this and another. So, next day we start. We get a little tuxedo. We get a little tuxedo uh, pants and shit like that. Get a little shirt and jacket and this and another. We good. So, we get there. Um, so I'm, I'm nervous on, on ease cause I'm like, I'm kind of like, it's like trial and error. That's your first time when you serving. Like, cause when your first time you serving, you can get fired or you can like, is either going to get fired or you're going to stay because the way you serve is, you know, it's any little thing that you can do cause you working with the public and you working with food in the public, you can get fired for any little thing. You cough on the food, you're going to get fired. You feel me? You uh, you drop silver on the floor, you put it back up, you put it on the table for somebody to eat and eat with it, you get fired. Any little thing can get you jammed up. And the people that we was working with at the convention center was kind of like assholes. Like the dude, Tom, like that dude was like a real asshole. Like he really could talk. Like he act like shit. Like, like it got to the point like we, I was doing actually doing a good job. But it was like later while we was while it was turning down and we was cleaning up and stuff like that. Um we got like I came back there with my tray and this guy was asking me, could he use the bathroom? He was like a country guy. 
And he was like, um, hey, 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 bro, can you tell me what the bathroom is? I said, yeah, the bathroom's right there. And what? And Tom was like, no, don't tell him that. I'm like, why? He's like, do you see all that shit back there? I'm like, and I looked back there. I moved the curtain. The curtain is like trash everywhere. It's a whole bunch of shit on the flute on the floor and all this other stuff. He's like, fuck it. He just went there anyway. Next time you tell him, go to the bathroom that way. Like, me being young, not saying nothing, I would have decked him the shit or I'll cuss his ass out. Well, this is fuck the job and laugh. But at that time, I just took it and took it on the chin. So, um, they good. Like, the dude Collins, he come back to me nice, like, all nice. He's like, hi, how are you? You you did a good job. I'm hearing good things about you. Do you want to work more for me? Do you like working for Collins and stuff like that? Like I really like I like your I like your work ethic a lot. Do you really want to uh you know, do you really want to work here? Do you feel like this is a place that you like employment in this and that never? Like really like really sucking up to me, you know, really trying to like yeah, being nice to me. So I'm like, cool, like, and after that, it was kind of like, he would call me every day, like, on a daily basis, like, he would give me, if you now were serving, if you don't work on a constant basis, like, it might be one day that you might work, and one day you might not work, and then it might be a process where you work in five days in a row, you feel I me, mean? like, it might be one day, like, say if me and another person's working there, and we working for Collins, the only problem with Collins was, Collins would do favoritism. Collins, if I see somebody that works with me, I'm like, hey, yeah, what you doing? He's like, yo, I'm about to work for Collins. But I'm like, hey, well, I just called Collins, but he just told me he had no work. He's like, well, yo, I'm, I've been working five days for Collins. Collins had me working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, he, he did that favoritism shit. And especially with the girls, he did the favoritisms. Like, especially the girl, um, Kiara. The girl Kiara. She was like... Nice little crushy, like she's still my she's still my little baby. I still got love for you. If you listen, I still got love for you, shorty. <laughs> um, she was light skinned, thick, had nice little buck teeth and shit like that. Like, but she 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 had, she had teeth like a truck, but like a front of a truck. But she was still cool. She had she was still nice and stuff like that. And she used to call me daddy and all that stuff. She used to flirt with me and everything. Like, I actually could have like actually hit that back in the day, but I was kind of like on my gentleman shit, and she was talking to another nigga, and the nigga kind of cop blocked and shit like that. So I'm like, uh, I was like, it, it was what it was, but you know, can't cry over something you didn't never have. So he and her was kind of cool, and it was like word on the street was that she needed money for rent or something like that, and. Or for a baby or something like that. And he, she came to and asked him, could he get her a job or something like that? Like some work. And he said he had no work. So next thing you know, she was like, she sucked his dick or she fucked him and this and that and other. And, you know, he got the, uh, she came out with like $500. Had enough money to pay her rent and stuff like that. So everybody was making fun of her around the job and shit like that. And it was so much craziness. The women around there was so loose. I remember one time it was a girl that was fucking people for food in the back of the convention center and stuff like that. Like, for food. Like, for, like, pee, like plates of, like, steak and chicken and this and that and other. Like, shit that you, like, can get from the supermarket. She was fucking for free and shit like that. Like, she was fucking niggas in the washroom and all that other stuff. And, like, it was an old lady, you feel me, like... We was asking her about something, and she was like, oh, I suck dick, and this and that and other. Like, she just straight said that, like, in front of a whole conversation. We talking about something that has nothing to do with nothing sexual or nothing like that. She just straight talking about she's sucking dick and shit like that. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck did I sign up for? And 
it was a uh, it was another girl. So, long story short, we gonna go to another or another situation where I met another girl, and this story leads into another story. So, I work one day by myself, cause usually it was either me, my homegirl Brooke, or Devon that was working with me, or his sister was working with me on the same schedule. This time I was actually working by myself. They was working a night shift. I was working a morning shift. Well, I think I was working a night. They was working morning. So I came in. It was this one girl that came in. She had like red hair, something like that. She had red hair, and she had like um like a t-shirt and this and that and other. Like I got a suit on and this and that and other. She like I'm on my phone and this and that and other. She started talking to me. We started having a nice little conversation and stuff like that. We started flirting with each other and this and that and other. You know, and he's like, oh, Kyle's come out of it. I, I don't have time with this. I don't have time with this. You either work or you go home. John, her name was John Quell. John Quell, you cannot come in here flirting with people, coming with your hair. You don't come. You're not supposed to come in here with no red hair. You're supposed to come in here with black hair. Where's your slippers and shoes? You cannot work. I can't do this. You can go home. Just come back. Get your hair done. Get your hair fixed. Get it right. Get new shoes. Then you can come to work. And then next you know, she was like, okay, blah, 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 blah. We jotted down each other and then we started talking and shit. So, I, we, long story short, we have a date. And the date we go to, we go to Subway downtown. Now, I don't know that she's known downtown. I didn't know she was known, known, known. So, we're down there, we're having a good time, we're kicking it. So this fat, this big girl, this big girl, I'm not going to call her fat. This big girl comes there. She's like, Johnny. She like, uh, yeah, what's up? She like, oh, I didn't know that was you and this and that and other. We sitting there while we at the table and this and that and other. The girl comes and sits right at the table right in front of us. She didn't say, excuse me. Oh, do y'all mind if I sit there? She just straight sits there at the table and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh my God, my date's ruined. I'm definitely not getting no ass now because she just straight cop locked the situation. Now, me being you no know, older now, I'm probably thinking that, you know, Johnny probably called her and told her to come over there so she could run her friends because I probably was born. I didn't have no conversation back then, this and that and other. Um, I would tell little jokes, but I really was born and lame and bland. Just like I am now, but I still get ass. For all the haters out there, I still get it. <laughs> I can still steal your mama and rub her kneecaps from the back. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we sitting there. We eating Subway and then... You know, some nigga comes in there. He's like a, a random drug dealer and stuff like that. Now, he comes in and then it's a crackhead that comes in there. The crackhead's like, yo, can I use your lighter while I'm in the bathroom? The dude's like, all right, bet. So he he goes in the bathroom. Like 15 minutes later, one of the people coming in there, they're like, what does that smell? The dude is in there smoking crack in the bathroom. I'm like, yo, this is the worstest date ever. Like, the worstest date ever I could ever thought of. So then... He comes and looks at sister at the table. He's like, yo, what's up with y'all? How y'all doing this and other? And then next, you know, he looks at her. He's like, oh, my God. I knew I knew you from somewhere. He like, where you know me? He like, oh, we went to school. You remember Northwestern and this and another? We go way back and this and another. He like, oh, yeah, bro. He tapped me on the shoulder like, yeah, yo, you know when you meet a girl that you ain't met in a long time and y'all had like a little thing going on and you have you reminiscing about all the good times y'all had? He like, yo, you know, brother, you know, punching on my shoulder and shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, fuck. Like, it's weird. So I'm texting him like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? You weird? Like, you really embarrassing me and this and that and other. So we leave. I'm like, yo, I'm done. Like, you were playing so many games and this and that and other. 
I don't talk to her. I don't say nothing. So then she like, oh, I apologize. And this and that and that. She hugged me and this and that. We start talking. This and that and that. Now, after this, she becomes, she quits that job. Quits working with Collins. And she starts being a stripper. So I see her on the subway station. John, the, the, the Charles Center subway station. I'm on my way to my other job. Or I think I'm on my way home. She said, yo, do you want to see my street, my G-string? My G-string is so sexy. And so I'm like, yo, yeah, let me see your G-string. She showed me the G-string. And the crotch area, it's nothing but, like, it's black as shit. Like, it's like, I'm like, damn, shorty, what is up with your coochie? Like, yo, your shit is so dirty. Like, it looked like, she like, it looked like the bottom of a sock. Like, you know, a white sock when you've been walking on it all day. Or, like, you've been in the shoes and you've been walking all on the ground and stuff like that on dirty ground. That's how, like, the, the crotch part of her G-string looked. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was like, and it didn't smell like fucking um, aroma. Like, some, like, piss and, like, dust. And I'm like, it basically made me dry gag and stuff like that. So I'm like, all of those thoughts, freaky thoughts that I was thinking about doing, what I, it went out the window. So next thing you know, I go to my homegirl house to turn out to be my girlfriend. You remember the 10-year girl that I wasted years with? She's like, oh, I got to tell you something. Me and Johnny used to have a, have a thing going on back in the day. So I'm like, yo, this girl is all over the place. So after that, I stopped flirting with her together. So while this time, you know, I'm making money, but I'm not making... I, I My program, I graduated from program wasn't... You know, the only job I had was serving at that time. So I really wasn't, and serving really wasn't. Some weeks I was working, some weeks I wasn't working. You know, if I was working good weeks, working on a consistent big, I was making $500, $600, $700 a week. I wasn't working on a consistent basis. If it was a bad week, I might make $100 or $50 or $75 a week. I mean, but, you know, at that time, I was, that was my only job. So, you feel me? It, all money was good money at that time. You know, so, next year, you know get to the next level to where um been there for like a year now working on a year and i'm frustrated because i ain't making no money i'm not good like i'm not good i'm not eating right so this time i just start being i just get a fucking attitude like i'm not working the way i'm supposed to i don't care like i don't like the way i'm like working i don't like the way people treat me there i don't like the hours i don't like the way this stuff is going on down there so like i'm getting i'm getting in the arguments with people in this and another I'm getting sent home, and then it's like, one day it was like, I just had it. Me and this other dude that I didn't know that was a gay guy, filming to after the fact, and then I picked up on the vibes that he was doing. Me and him was talking, and he was talking about Collins, because me and him didn't like Collins. He was like, Collins, I'm professional, this and that, and we was just joking with each other. So, I was joking that uh, it was this old head that I went one day, I went to go pick up my check from Collins, and Collins was in there. And I went and um, picked the check up. And this old lady that used to work there, she would get hours. She wasn't getting hours and stuff like that. Like, And she was always, like, she was working nonstop. Like, it was every week she was working. Like, if, they, if she went to, like, this Jewish establishment, she was always on the list. It was certain people that he had, like, picks and favors, like I said. And I came in there one day picking my check up. And when I was coming in, she was coming out. And I seen her fixing her wig. Her wig was all crooked to the side and this and that and other. She fixing her little blouse and shit like that. Button up her little, uh, little blouse and stuff. And she adjusting her pants and stuff. She like, uh, with a little purse and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. So I tell the joke. I'm like, yo, he like, I said, I, I told him, I told the dude, I was like, yo, I knocked on the door. I was like, he said he was coming. Then she came out. I said, I guess he came then. And um, started joking and then... 
some snitch around the job and stuff like that that was kissing his ass for the job. She basically told him, and then I got jammed up. So after that, he was like, I'm not working with He don't want to work with me no more. So I'm like, okay, say no more. I'm like, that's fine. I ain't, I ain't work with him ever again. And it was kind of like after that, I went to him to doing other stuff. That's when I got into Holly Poetry and Bakery Express and stuff like that. But... That was like a real teaching tool, like as far as like working and stuff like that. I had like a good experience, and that was one of them jobs I got. Like I was cool. Besides that, and um, that and Holly Poetry, that was actually one job where I actually got friends hired. Got my friends, all most of my friends got hired and got jobs, you know. And um, it was it was it was love at that time. It was really love at that time. I was working, having a good time with my buddies and stuff like that, and. We had so many good times and so many funny moments and stuff. Like, there's so many stories I can't tell y'all, like, because I feel like my show would get cut off or shut down and stuff like that for just being too graphic and stuff. But um, I just wanted to talk about that. But, uh, you know, um, I just want to say not too good with intros. You feel me? I want to say thank y'all for support and stuff like that. Make sure y'all check out the message videos. Make sure you get them views up. So, you feel me? I can start getting more paid. I can get paid for this stuff. Be sure y'all like and share these videos and this part of this episode of the uh, Big View and stuff like that. So, you know, I just want to say thank you and good night and um, enjoy your Wednesday. Oh, oh, another thing. Um, tomorrow night, I'm supposed to be on the Coyote Man Show. The Coyote Man Show is going to be on Amazon. It's going to be on Roku. So look out for the Coyote Man. We'll be a guest on there. We're going to be talking about relationships and stuff like that. So if y'all really fuck with me and love with me and really got love for for G, so really come down there and support you, feel me? Come see it in person or check it out on TV on y'all Roku, Amazon, stuff like that. So I really hope y'all come and support a nigga. So yeah. And so thank you and um, good night.